Welcome to the Chronically Living and How to Make the Most of It podcast. I'm Kelsey Harris, a chronic pain warrior, here to inspire hope and strength to the Spoonie community. Get ready to lift each other up and find ways to live the best life possible. Lee Porti on the podcast. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. So you are a physical therapist, health coach, and certified Tai Chi instructor. Um, can you tell us how you got into all of this as a career? So I've always wanted to do physical therapy. So that started about, I guess, fifth grade, 10th grade, went to grad school, did that. Um, then I got into health coaching because I noticed like my patients, the diet was affecting everything because I was working with mainly diabetic people who had amputations, um, Parkinson's, just I noticed that diet plays a part. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, let me go get into nutrition, learning more about nutrition, became a health coach because I wanted to help people incorporate because it all plays a part, how you eat, how your muscles function, how everything circulates. Um, if you if it's not circulating correctly, you can't walk correctly, you can't get up and down. So those type of things. The way I got into Tai Chi was, which is, I was trying to get a prerequisite for my license and I started with Tai Chi for rehab and I was pregnant at the time. So I just did the class, but then I got into the Tai Chi for arthritis again for a certification. But right around that time, I got diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis. Okay. And when I was going to get the certification that same Probably that same week, I was in the middle of a flare-up. So in the middle of a flare-up, my knuckles were swollen, hands were swollen, and I didn't think I was going to be able to test out for it. But in the end, I tried to push through, and I did the, in the middle of class, I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit it out. But I end up participating, and by the end of class, and by the end of getting the course done, doing the warm-up exercises, I noticed a lot more mobility in my hands. Oh, okay. So, so Tai Chi for arthritis and fibro, which is actually backed by the CDC. Right. So cool. that's how I got it. That, that makes so much sense. Um, can you tell us a bit more about your diagnosis? So I didn't know I had it in grad school. Like I've always have on and off again, low back pain and I was in clinicals. And my instructor, he was like, your hip's out of alignment. So we would do like a muscle energy technique and put it back in alignment. And I felt better. I was like, okay, maybe I'm just not flexible. But it wasn't until 2017 that I was in a car accident. And I was having a little back pain. When I saw orthopedic doctors, nothing was showing up on my MRI. But I think the same about right after the car accident, I end up getting an x-ray in my pelvis because I was like, okay, I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. So again, five MR, three MRIs, nothing was really showing up until my primary care doctor looked at my x-ray report. I'm like, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was as a PT. I just knew something was wrong. Even when I went to therapy myself, he didn't know. We tried dry needling, stretching. It was still painful. But my PCP, she looked at the x-ray report. She was like, the radiologist wants you to go see a rheumatologist. So thank God for her because it probably would have progressed a lot faster. Right. 
So went to the rheumatologist. We started Humira. We started sulfazidocine. And it helped with the back pain, but I was still having muscle pain and joint pain. Mm. So there we are. And so doing Humira, and it helped a little bit, but that didn't really take care of everything completely and totally. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you've seen both sides of this. You've you're have a chronic illness and then you could also work with people who have different illnesses. Right. Yeah. So you really have like a deep understanding of your patients then. I do. I remember a time where I was in the middle of surf again and couldn't sit down really well. My patient was like, baby, come sit down over here. Take a break. I was like, it was, you know, embarrassing, but I understand what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I find that like super helpful as, um, a patient myself, like it's helpful when your, your, um, healthcare provider really understands what you're going through. Right. Yeah. So cool. Um, can you tell us a bit more about your work as a phys- physical therapist? So I've been doing therapy about 11 years now. Um, I've done the nursing home, home health, outpatient care, and I've worked work mostly with geriatric patients. That's what I've worked with mostly in my career, but I'm seeing people younger and younger mm. dealing with arthritis and autoimmune disorders. So yeah, it starts early. Yeah, it's expanding. Yeah, and I've also done like wheelchair evaluations. I've had okay. like young, like 20s high school, can't get out of bed. So I got to go do an assessment to get them a wheelchair so they can get out of bed. Oh, wow. So- I've, I've 15 to 90. Wow. That's, that's really interesting work that you get to do. Cause it seems to be very diverse. Right. And I enjoy therapy, but the nutrition is the missing piece. Mm-hmm. Or, and from learning from my disorder and, and I'm sure with you dealing with a chronic illness, like I've learned that how the diet, your good health plays a major role. Yeah. And everything. Like I go to a patient's house and we just got bread and biscuits and everything sitting out on the counter. I was like, oh, and I just throw it in a conversation. Like, hey, you know what I've learned from my experience when I take this out of my diet, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. Right. So, now I'm going to health coaching and dealing with nutrition for um, the autoimmune protocol. So incorporating that into Tai Chi. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more how all that works? Okay. So surprisingly, I feel like everything came together for me because again, I did the Tai Chi for arthritis and I felt a lot better after class, but I noticed like as I did research and read more about it, they talk about how nutrition plays a role in Tai Chi, um, your chi. So basically in ancient China, chi is your energy, your life source. And so if your chi is off, you're not healthy. And a lot of times they say your datian, which is your lower abdomen area, that's where your chi is stored. And that's where your gut is, your lower abdomen. Three fingers down below your belly button, and three fingers inward. So I was like, oh my, it's all connected. So if your chi isn't flowing, then your health isn't that well. So I incorporate deep breathing exercises, stress management, strengthening coordination into the autoimmune protocol, connecting connecting all of them together. 
Cool. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Like it's very a holistic approach. Right. Yeah. So cool. and I like Tai Chi because if you have a stiff knee or a joint, you're not gonna want to do your traditional kicking your leg up and down. You're gonna be guarded. But with Tai Chi, your mind isn't really focused on that extra movement. You kind of focus on the relaxation and the music behind mm. when you're movements in class and you can kind of relax and let go. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting because I, it, it seems to have kind of like similar benefits to like yin yoga, which is what I use. Like I've never used Tai Chi, tai chi before, um, but I had like a naturopath tell me to do yin yoga. So that's what I've been doing, but it sounds kind of similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, I read a little, I didn't know much about it. I read a little bit about it. Um, I know with Tai Chi, my experience mostly, it can be done sitting or standing. Right. And that's what I like about it. So you don't have to get down on the floor. I can sit with, like I've taught in assisted living facilities. So my 90 year olds, they can't stand up, but we can do a sitting. Right. So, really cool. so I don't know much about you. I have to look it up. Okay. Yeah. It just... From what you said, it kind of like, uh, like kind of seems like, like it has similar benefits anyway. And it's kind of like that similar, like combination of like relaxation and movement and yeah. Right. Right. Um, I was going to say Tachi, I like it because it evolves. So I can do sitting, I can take you to standing, I can do your simple balance or I can advance your balance moves with it. Like single leg standing kickouts, or you just go keep your feet on the floor shifting your weight. Right. So. Cool. Um, what, uh, what kind of chronic illnesses do you work with? So you mentioned autoimmune and you mentioned diabetes. Um, autoimmune diabetes, congestive heart failure, um, just the whole game. I feel like nutrition, good nutrition plays a role in all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's say autoimmune protocol, anybody can use it right okay yeah let's process foods makes a huge difference so i work with everybody awesome um i was wondering if you could maybe pick an illness that you worked with recently or that you just want to talk about um and some ways that you would help treat a person um using all the different aspects um um my particular probably ankylosis spondylitis um only because it affects your spine and mobility in general. Um, I tell a lot of clients to, I use something to do the warm ups before they get out of bed in the morning because I've had clients and patients like, I am stiff and painful in the morning. Mm. So I'm like, okay, we'll start with so your toes, wiggle your toes, ankle pumps up and down, do your knee bends, just do some mobility before you get out of bed move your knees up and down and then you do your deep breathing um before you get out and then we'll try to discuss changing the diet but if i can work on mobility first mm-hmm. and then work our way into the diet try to maybe take a take rice out of the diet for the day and switch it up for a sweet potato or try not to eat bread that morning like just try to work with them because it's hard to make a change. It's hard to completely cut everything out at one time. Yeah, <laughs> I have tried that and it is impossible. It is. Um, 
So then a lot of times I even just working on weight shifting a lot um, because a lot of times if you have like a knee that's bothering you, a knee like the Sega right knee is hurting. Mm. With Chi, I try to work on weight shifting, teaching you weight transference so you can start learning to put weight into that right leg that's bothering you. Because if you don't, that left side is going to start taking the wear and tear. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to start having issues there, like from your hips to your spine is all connected. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so with the nutrition part added, and then with the Tai Chi, we talk a lot about um, posture. And posture of infinity is the Qigong exercise one. And to have good posture, you need your core to be strong, which ankylosis spondylitis is basically called, they called it bamboo spine in grad school. So basically the spine starts to fuse together. And you fuse, you lose your mobility or you'll start leaning forward. So I look at, I see patients, I'm like, hmm, they're leaning, they're like stuck in a stiff position, but they haven't gotten a diagnosis yet. So even if you don't have that diagnosis, I try to talk about the gut health pain. We don't know what it's like some clients may not be or even some of my as sisters may not have that diagnosis yet they're trying to get the doctors to give me that di- give them that diagnosis and they can't get it and you get frustrated with the healthcare system so well let's start with the gut health first and then let's work on your tai chi and your mobility let's incorporate that because you don't really need a diagnosis to eat healthy right but that's true yeah so that's my take on it. So okay. I like, cause I can relate to them because that back pain, when it would hit, it would hit. I couldn't climb upstairs. So wow. that's who I like to work with mostly. So, because if you don't, well, I think it, I would say the diet, but planning plays a major role in the diet because Batch cooking is one thing we tell patients and clients cook as much as, you know, cook for a week or a couple of days, at least. I say a couple of days. Because mm-hmm. sometimes cooking for a week is hard. Yeah. That when you're out and about, you won't pick up the french fries or the hamburger. You have something there with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, like, definitely I, when I've tried to change, like, lifestyle things, diet mm-hmm. is always the hardest so I'm like so I have tried to like do you said like where can you pull everything out and it's just like so hard but then I found if I like so recently I have tried to pull gluten out um mm-hmm. so I bought gluten-free flour and I bought you know mm-hmm. gluten-free bread and like I'm like okay the, that's manageable just to do like the one piece and like yeah. I will kind of take more stuff out as needed <laughs> So I started with the rice and the bread. I was okay with, and I put, I kept my pencil beans and my black eyed peas. And that seems to help me. I know sometimes the AIP protocol talks about taking any kind of legumes out. And for me, now that's a challenge. That was a challenge. But once I took sweet potatoes, make up for my potatoes and the rice for me. So I try to tell people, let's figure out what we can take out. And then we'll go from there. We'll start at phase one. Okay. Yeah. So if someone's listening, they're like, hmm, maybe I want to try taking some stuff out. What would you kind of recommend doing? I would probably say the rice first, rice and potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Those are like a really big trigger for me. So mm-hmm. try that first. Sometimes I know bread is hard. And bread I made hard. 
And the thing is, I've made the bread with the almond flour, coconut flour, cassava flour, and it tastes good. It's just takes a long time to make right. it. Yeah. That is the hard part. And then paleo on the go is expensive. It's like yeah. $18. So yeah, it's a got to find a balance. Yeah. And that's the other thing I found is like whenever you try to um, like buy like like the the healthy alternatives so like things like when I bought when bought um it's like it's almond flour and it was just so much more expensive it was like three times the amount of regular flour and I was like oh my god <laughs> like right so hard to do when you're like I have to now spend like this extra money but it, worth it in the long run right mm-hmm. and I got excited one day because they talk about using coconut amines when doing when I when I do research and think about stuff versus soy sauce because soy is kind of inflammatory and it's actually at Walmart I was like oh my gosh it's at Walmart like I get my cassava flour coconut flour all of that is actually at Walmart and I was like I was really shocked instead of having to go to Whole Foods right not that close the sprouts not that close Walmart is right there so okay so just like a bit of looking around and to kind of price it out and find something convenient cool um, so I'm wondering what are some things that you can suggest we do at home to take care of ourselves? So nutrition obviously being one piece, um, but some, maybe some other tips that we can do to improve our health, um, especially if someone has a chronic illness like arthritis. Um, move frequently because the joints are going to get stiff and classic arthritis, you're going to be stiff in the morning. You're going to feel better during the day. And then by the time the nighttime comes, you're going to be in pain again. So when you first get up in the morning, do your deep breathing. Try to calm everything down. Relax. Um, Then you can start with chin tucks, um, open and closing your hands. Gently move every joint. Um, With Tai Chi, we start from the neck on down. And a lot of exercise you can actually do in bed. You can modify it. Or once you get up, and you do your deep breathing, you can do it sitting in your chair or sitting on the edge of the bed. I have patients who um, have just had spine surgery. So my spinal stenosis patients are spinal stabilization, which most of the time is arthritis. Okay. And I tell them, hey, before you get out of bed, ankle pumps, knee bends, sit up, do your leg kickouts, and then get up and go. Okay. And yeah. then if you're sitting on the couch, why? If you're watching TV, get up on commercials and walk around. Like when I get to a patient's house, I'm like, okay, every hour, get up and move because you're going to get stiff. Right. Okay. You got arthritis, congestive heart failure, diabetes, all on top of that. Sit down, lay down, put your feet up. Like I tell a lot of my clients and, and patients, get your wedge cushion from Walmart or something and elevate your feet because you need gravity to kind of help. Right. that food to come back towards the heart yeah okay. I'm a fan of the wedge pillow I had hip arthroscopy back in November and uh and my like as a side effect my one of my feet like it was pooling with like blood and I was like oh my god like it's so free it didn't hurt it was just freaky and then someone's like get a wedge pillow and like put your feet up and so much so helpful right right and I also tell clients to get the floor bike like I got mine from Walmart and you can do, a, you can ride the bike for like five minutes or doing a commercial break, 
put your feet in a foot pedal and just go. Okay. And that it kind of helps. It move frequently. Awesome. So lots, basically lots of movement is what you're saying. Yeah, lots of movement because your joints are going to get stiff. And then at night, Epsom salt, if you can. Oh, yeah. What else? Uh, any kind of cream, biofreeze. You can put that on your joints. My favorite thing to do, like if I have a tendon that's really irritated or flared up or overused, I get the cryo cup. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a blue plastic cup. You can take it apart. You have a big like an ice block and you just rub it on that part that's hurting you. Oh, nice. Sometimes the ice pack don't get right at that tendon or, or that joint that's bothering you. Right. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, you've mentioned a couple times deep breathing. So how is deep breathing uh, helpful? Um, it kind of helps with relaxation. Um, Cause I know like with, chronic illness, you can have a lot of stress, anxiety, because face it, we're still working. Yeah. We're getting it young and young, younger and younger. And you're working still. You gotta be a mom. You gotta be a caregiver. So taking that time to at least take like three or four deep breaths, get yourself together and then go on. Yeah. Okay. Because when you're stressed out, that's when your body is gonna release all those stressful hormones and it's going to cause you to get into more pain. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm a fan of deep breathing. I know you're talking like diaphragmatic breathing, like right from the belly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Diaphragmatic breathing. And it's crazy because all of it's connected. We say diaphragmatic breathing and physical therapy. They call it Tai Chi breathing. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, it's, but they incorporate with Tai Chi breathing your pelvic floor muscles. Oh, interesting. So when you breathe in, with Daitian breathing, I'm sorry, you breathe in, you're going to expand your stomach muscles. And when you breathe out, you're going to kind of tighten those pelvic floor muscles. Again, that's your core. That's your center of gravity. Your Daitian is located in that lower abdominal area. So that's the one thing that's different. Okay. And then you have your abdominal transverse abdominus muscles that are in your core that's like your corset for your spine mm-hmm. and so when you breathe in and you tighten the pelvic floor that's going to tighten and that's going to give you the stability you need to walk around to do the things you need every day right okay yeah it makes sense cool um how do you inspire your clients to make the most of their lives um i like celebration fridays that's my favorite um, segment. Well, I like Motivational Mondays, but I really like Celebration Fridays because you get to look at the baby steps that you've done. Oh, like nice. the little things. Hold on one second. So like your little wins are going to help you get prepared for the bigger ones. Like I tell them, hey, when I came here, the first time I saw you or the first time we worked together, you couldn't stand up without pain. Today, you're standing up without pain. You may still be using a walker, but we're standing up. You don't need as much help. Um, I've had a client recently, they were on a walker. Mm-hmm. Young person. We're walking without an assistive device now. Wow. So she was like, I'm frustrated. I want to be A, B, and C. I was like, well, I just saw you. You just came home from the hospital. You couldn't walk without pain. You could stand up. And here we are now. 
So I look at the baby steps that they make. I try to, and even for me, I got to look at the small things. Like, okay, point A to point B. We get to point B, we can get to point C. Right. So. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I love that. Yeah. And I try to talk to them just like I'm having a conversation. Right. And I like the doctor, hey, what's going on? How you feel? Okay, we'll look at it this way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I see it differently than they do because they're living it every day versus I'm coming in and I'm seeing it from a different eye and I kind of point that this is what I see. They're like, okay. I was like, well, what do you see? So. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, so you go, where can we find you and follow you on social media? So I am Sonika Lee BPT on Instagram. Um, I'm Sonika Lee Porti on Facebook. And then I am, I have a landing page. I think I can share it in the chat or I don't know how to, how would I give that to you? Uh, you can just email to me after that's cool. Okay. I email you the landing page and that talks a lot about the health coaching program and how Tachi works. Cool. And on the landing page, I actually give you, a, um, they can put in their email address and I can send them the food list of like foods that are good to eat and foods that aren't good to eat. Awesome. Perfect. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. Then I have a group enhance your chi okay. on Facebook as well. Awesome. I will email you all those links. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You've given so much great information um, and you've just been a wonderful guest. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, great. All right. And to all my listeners, you know the drill. Keep making the most of it. Yes. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Chronically Living Podcast. If you love this week's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Until next week, stay strong.